How can black and orange go unseen in a place of vertical green? The world's most immense panthera can hide among the thamata. Though it likes meat held up by hooves, you may have a taste it approves. It's a gross thought and not so nice, but please take this piece of advice. Avoid tiger gastronomy in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify. And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can follow us. Wait, you can visit us at our home on the web at ldtaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, to uh, Tristan Taylor, Jesse Raspolich, Carol Raspolich, and Richard Kaspar. Thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And today we're talking about the specter of the sun darvins, but more on that later. Mm, and I know what I'm not talking about. I'm going to cross <laughs> that out of my notes. Um, yeah, we don't share notes beforehand. Notes, but we know kind of general, like what the major fact general info is going to be. But we're just off the cuff, you know? We're talking about mm-hmm. the tiger today. The, we're doing another famous animal. Every once in a while, like mo- mostly we do all these uh, you know, more obscure animals, or at least animals you knew but didn't have these uh, obscure traits. But today we're doing one of the... A, a household name. Mm-hmm. Probably one it's of the, the most th- famous animals. Yeah. It's gotten to the... Whenever you see a mural of the Ark of Noah's Ark, they're usually involved. Now, I mean, now with kids, I see, like, Noah's Ark is a huge thing in all the books and in little kids' TV shows. There's always a narwhal. Why? Really? That's <laughs> Why is there a narwhal? They're, they're on the Ark? It, or no. just in the water near <laughs> the Just ark? in the water around the Ark. Why is there a narwhal in the Middle East? <laughs> like, what's that? <laughs> What is happening here? Um, it's just funny, like because there aren't too many animals that start with N for all of the alpha, all of the alphabet fun that uh, the kids have. So narwhal is just always there. Um, newt. Sometimes it's newt, but most of the time, at least in my experience, it's been narwhal. North American um, mockingbird. No, that's a technicality, and you you also <laughs> can't have more than one. You're, you're looking for one-word animals, names, narwhal, newt. Um, anyway, we're talking about tigers. Uh, also known as, and these are all courtesy of Bibby, or these two, uh, Tigger Me Gizzards <laughs> and the Fast and the Furious. Nice. But honorable mentions are Daniel Tiger, Tony Tiger, Peter Parker, Go Get Him Tiger. <laughs> Peter Parker are, is a tiger. 
<laughs> one of the most famous tigers. Yes, yes, yes. There are there are many more, but um, Daniel and Tony are are uh, and Peter are on my mind a lot because I like Frosted mm. Flakes. I like Spider Man, um, and I loathe Daniel Tiger. No, I do like Mister Rogers' is, Neighborhood, but that's okay. This, so the, the Daniel Tiger cartoon is a comes from Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah, it's. It, it they even sing the same songs, uh, mm. and there's Trolley and King Friday and Prince Wednesday and all that stuff. So a lot of the same characters, but it's it's just a it's a kid show, and but he's so he's 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 the Caillou meme, uh, where he's actually like this really entitled spoiled brat because he has to learn a lesson every week, but like also everyone caters to him. So there's like one point where he has a he has a duck toy, and I'm gonna get it. I mean, we can get into the lore, but um, he has a, a a duck toy that he thinks is really cool, and he wants to show Prince Wednesday, and he's like, "Look how cool my duck toy is! Let's play with it." And Prince Wednesday's like, "I mean, I don't I don't really want to play with it." And then Daniel Tiger's like, "That's that's not nice." Has anyone said they don't like your toy before? And then the teacher comes and says, "Prince Wednesday, why did did you like?" You told Daniel you didn't like his toy. Now, that wasn't very kind, now, was it? Like, what did Prince Wednesday do? He just doesn't want to play with the stupid duck toy. <laughs> it's Daniel who's taking this way too personally. It's a toy. It's, if you are insulted because somebody doesn't like what you like, then that's your that's a you problem, my friend. That's true. And it would be the better lesson. Yeah. But nope, it's Prince Wednesday's fault for um, for not being kind. Uh, he didn't even say he didn't like it. He's just like, I don't want to play with this toy. It's not. F <laughs> he's like, but it's fun. It's like it's not fun to me. He didn't say I I hate your duck and I hate you too, Daniel Tiger. But uh, <laughs> apparently that's what he meant. <laughs> anyway, all I know is that there's so much to explore when you're outside, and that's all I really have to say on the matter. Well, speaking of so much to explore, let's taxonomize this. Yes. It's in a kingdom you know, love, and are in. Animalia. Phylum, Chordata. It's got a spine. Class is Mammalia. Order. Let me hear you say it. Carnivora. A-V-O. Oh, you, you're close. There is a V. <laughs> um, and an A. Uh, the suborder is Feliforma. Means it looks like a cat. The family is Felidae. Means it is a cat. It's <laughs> a good explanation. The genus is Panthera, means it's a big cat. And the species is Tigris, which means it's a tiger. And taxonomically, it ha there's some interesting news, I guess you could say. It's not necessarily breaking news. Um, but we used to think that tigers, probably when we were kids, we used to think that there were like eight subspecies of tiger. And now new studies have suggested that there, there are only two subspecies of tiger. The differences were not different enough between like the main tigers you would find in India and then the, the uh, Siberian tiger. Like genetically, they are pretty much the same. And anatomically, they're pretty much the same. They're just a little bit bigger in Siberia. So they've consolidated a lot of the subspecies. Yeah, I mean, 
and then we get into like what what makes the species is an, a, its own distinct species and that is that is an ongoing debate among taxonomists um because i mean i would say it's sexual exclusion like can can it's, it's even more granular when it comes to subspecies yeah and it's like why have subspecies you can have regional variants like uh which you could argue that there's regional variants between the indian and the siberian tigers in, at least in terms of size because the one that lives on the islands sumatra is it a Sumatran tiger? I forget which one. Yeah, there's called. Sumatran tiger. But the island tiger is like smaller. That's what its ba- main difference is. It's much smaller, like half the size. Yeah, but like a Chihuahua and a Great Dane are the same species, same subspecies. They're dogs. They're just different breeds of the same dog. Right. So. So there's panthera. Well, that's a, that's tig- a little unfair. There's panthera. Are different. There's panthera tigris tigris, which is the one they've. So they've they've grouped together this one, mm-hmm. um, and that includes the Bengal tiger, the Caspian tiger, the Siberian tiger, the South China tiger, the Indochinese tiger, and the Malayan Malayan tiger. Um, and then there, the second subspecies is panthera tigris sondaica or sondaica. Uh, and that's the Javan tiger, which is also an island tiger. Javan. The Bali tiger, which is also an island tiger. And then the Sumatran tiger. So these are all hey. island guys. Um, and the Sumatran tiger is the one that we have at our at the Jacksonville Zoo. We have two Sumatran tigers at the zoo. And uh, we just went this last weekend and it was a rare treat because the, the tiger was like right up against the glass. Uh, oh, just nice. kind of chilling out, not even sleeping, just kind of like looking around and licking himself. Usually it's like way off in the distance and sleeping and just like, oh, I can kind of see a little bit of orange back there. I saw a tiger today. Um, but <laughs> uh, here it was like you could just see it in all its glory. And it was it's a huge animal. But to think that it's not even the biggest tiger. It's, ugh, these guys are scary. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, since so it's. Panthera tigris tigris or Panthera tigris sondaica. But I since mean, we're in the we've business, we've all of- seen the murals. Oh, okay. Keep going. The murals. Never mind. I was thinking we were going into the description, and mm-hmm. I was going to say we all see the murals. We don't need to know. Yeah, yeah. We'll just skip that. But for now, let's go <laughs> to my favorite part of the show. Since we're in the business of naming things, critter groups. We're back. Uh, it's time for uh, the part of the show where I ask you, Joe, a question, and that question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal, or what is the term of entry, or what is the collective noun? If you were unlucky enough to see a group of tigers, or lucky enough, depending on where you are and what your position is so if you joe were fortunate or unfortunate enough to come across a group of tigers would you say it's a a streak of tigers b a stripe of tigers c a strength of tigers or d a strike of tigers Streak, stripe, strength, strike. Stripe is 
Stripe. It's Stripe. Final answer is Stripe. Close. Incorrect, though. The answer mm. is streak. It's a streak of tigers. When I first heard streak, I was like, that's probably it. But then you said stripe, and that's also a good one. Uh, I like I like stripe a lot more than streak, to, if, if that makes you feel any better. Yeah. They do streak all the time, though. Yeah, they are. They are always running naked. around naked. That is, yeah. <laughs> They're 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 one of the most lewd animals, except for the fact that all animals are naked. T- tied with all, <laughs> right, right there with except every for, animal that doesn't work. Except for primates and sometimes dogs and sometimes cats that sometimes wear clothes. Yeah, chimpanzees with like those those pinwheel hats on. Less lewd than the tiger, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, so is there anything we need to know about the way it looks? So yeah, it's a streak of tigers. Let's get into the description. So in case you are new to Earth, (laughs) um, or you have just escaped a uh, an underground um, cult in which you could not leave. The, look at pictures. Uh, some sort of the basement. Noah's Ark. Um, or look at pictures of Noah's Ark. It wasn't one of those kinds of uh, Noah's Ark cults. Imagine like getting hit in the head, forgetting everything, total amnesia, and getting to learn as an adult what a tiger is. I'd be more That'd be pretty special. I'd 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 be way more um, weirded out by everything in the ocean and giraffes than a tiger it's like oh this is like well, i've other cats and then this is a big cat and it happens to be orange but like giraffes are what is happening there and then the ocean is true. a terrifying is just a terrifying dimension of craziness. i mean there's a reason <laughs> that giraffes and tigers are on the murals all the time Ti- there there's a majesty about them especially tigers yeah and they're they dangerous they're beautiful they're big there's lots to love about a tiger. Yeah, they cut a distinct by. silhouette. Um, yes. So they are, the, they are, they are, it's a giant cat. In fact, tigers are the largest cat. Mm-hmm. The largest of the big cats. Bigger than lions, bigger than jaguars and all that stuff. Bigger than Maine Coons. Uh, they are covered in a, their distinct orange fur with the vertical black stripes. Its belly and underside is white or are there white um there are some color variations some are have a golden hue some are entirely white with black stripes some are entirely white with no stripes or just white tigers um which are really cool and the miami zoo or zoo miami whatever they want to call it um they have they at least they used to have um a white tiger and i remember seeing it as a kid and thinking it was really cool um, however, m- most of these are extinct. Uh, they are very rare now. Um, and they're not subspecies. They are just uh, pigment anomalies. So they're not extinct so much as like there aren't any of them. Genetic. What is the, the genetic difference? Genetic variation hasn't happened. Because oh, the, the species is not supposed extinct, to be here. But yeah, um, yeah they're... That uh, ge- genetic abnormality has been... Well, I mean, there aren't a lot of tigers left 
for starters. Um, and the ones that are left mostly are orange. <laughs> we'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so tigers have thick, powerful bodies with thick, powerful limbs. They have long, thin uh, tails. And uh, they have large heads with smallish, rounded ears, uh, impressive mutton chops, uh, and very long whiskers. So they look like they're about to write some 17th century legislation. Um, Or, I don't know, run the oil business. Uh, Their their eyes, the eye of the tiger, is the thrill of the fight. Uh, They have circular pupils instead of those classic uh, slit like cat pupils mm-hmm. uh, and they're yellow um, and they have a skull. Do you know that's why? Why there's uh, why their pupils are like that or why their eyes are yellow. We might've already talked about this on, we talked about this. It's because you need, when you're little, you need to look vertically. I mean, horizontally. Uh, but when you're big, you don't need to do that. You need, you know, Oh yeah, I think so the uh, when we covered the lion, the lion has circular pupils as well. Yeah, and there's a little cat that we talked about, or there's something weird that has um, the slit pupils too. I forget. Yeah, and then goats are square, and for all, no reason, and also never looking in the same direction. Um, so a, a tiger skull is similar to a lion skull large cat skull has long teeth and a very powerful bite strength not the most powerful but very powerful so let's go let's let's rehash the psi bite strength table we have here um at the absolute top is the crocodile 3700 psi um the hippo is at 1800 the tiger is at a little over a thousand 1050 which is really strong um, but I mean, w- one of the big things that we talked about the hyena for, uh, w- why we covered the hyena was because it has a really strong bite strength considering how small it is. It is a hundred and, uh, 1100, uh, PSI bite. Um, a lion only has 650 PSI, uh, and that's pounds per square inch, uh, in its bite. So lions are, are, are weak chumps in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but you know, who's even the weaker chump? Humans, it's <laughs> so yeah. under 150 psi. There's not too well, much. Well, it shows you how much you need. So, like a lion is a pat, like a hunts hunts in groups. So it has buddies. It doesn't need to be able to like deliver a killing crunch. It would help. It would help. Jaguars I mean, also have really. I mean, they can. <laughs> they, <laughs> they sure can. It's just not so overpowered. Yes, and the hyena specifically eats bones, so mm-hmm. it help. Like you absolutely need a, a pretty strong uh, bite strength, and I'm sure we will have something to say about why the tiger has such a, a powerful bite strength over its slightly smaller cousin, the lion, when we get mm-hmm. into the major fact. But like I said, this was large. This is the largest cat in the world. How big is it, Joe? Welcome to the beloved Measure Up segment, the official, official listener's favorite part of the show. So the official. part of the show, 
when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also a part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in audio, audio of yourself saying, singing, or chittering, the words me- or roaring. The words measure up into... Uh, or chuffing. Economy.com. We'll talk yeah. about chuffing here in a bit. Uh, we do not have a new measure of intro this week. So let's see if we can have the lion himself introduce this episode. I'm sorry? The lion? Yeah. Instead of the... We just talked about how, how weak and pathetic lions are with their 650 yeah, you know PSI what? bite. You know what? We'll have the tiger do it. <laughs> That's a good idea. I think I'm... You know what? I I would have to agree with that one. Definitely not picking the six-minute video because you know there's going to be 20 minutes of talking in that one. Uh, somehow, uh, they're going to put in more minutes as time dilation. Hi there. My, my name's Chet, and welcome back to Animals That I've Seen One Time. <laughs> All right. Uh, without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Fun fact. Do you have a fun fact about a lion roar or tiger roar? Uh, Outside of the fact that it can be heard up to three miles? Uh, No. The lion roar can be heard. Uh, the, can can the tiger be heard that far? Because the lion, I, yes. I know that about lions. Well, uh, the um, MGM lion's roar is a, a tiger roar. roar. Yeah, really. Yeah, that makes sense. Because whenever I th- like, for some, <laughs> now I'm putting it all together. Because what you what I just heard sounded like the MGM roar, but when but a lion's roar is that like one from the lion king the like the like a more of a bear like growl almost yeah rather than this like sharp uh quick snarl kind of thing wait a minute i'm seeing wait is this a debunkable fact i don't know but it that, now that i'm thinking about the mgm lion roar it does not sound like your normal lion roar unless this is a sound that lions can make. Okay, no, I'm seeing the MGM lion's roar is actually a tiger. Yeah, a lion's roar sounds like a big yawn. Most big cat roars in Hollywood are tiger roars. It's less to do with loudness and ferocity of the. It's and more to do with the ferocity of the sound. Yeah, a lion's roar does not sound that. Lion roars intense. are loud and rumbling. They sound a bit like thunder, but a tiger sounds something that wants that wants to eat you. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's interesting. I had not thought of that, but when you just when I just heard the tiger roar, I was like, that sounds like a really quintessential roar that I've heard, and it's the MGM. Oh yeah, this is the. That's a lion. Yeah. Yeah, occasionally um, at the Jacksonville Zoo, and I say that I'll, I I talk about the Jacksonville Zoo a lot. One because this is an animal podcast, and two because I spend basically every single weekend there. Um, is the like the, a couple times we've had the lions just roaring like re, like in this chorus, 
And they're right next to the uh, the CMAs, which is these gibbons, and the gibbons are just losing their minds. Right? Oh so, yeah! So it's just this cacophony of animal sounds, and it's it's awesome. I've also camped at Lion Country Safari over near Tampa, um, and uh, or I think it's near Tampa. No, it's not near Tampa. It's Port St. Lucie. Port, Port St. Lucie, um, and you can hear the lions roar at dusk uh, from your tent, and that was awesome. And also terrifying. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about their size, their length. Uh, they're 178 to 208 centimeters or 70 to 82 inches. Or if you want to actually know what it, how big it is, 6.8 feet. <laughs> Enough of these small potatoes dimensions. Uh, the largest tiger ever was killed in Manchuria in 1943 and measured 350 centimeters or 140 inches, which is uh, 1.7 times the upper end of average. Where did you are you are you not including the tail? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. That's body head and body length. OK, so I was, I, I was getting much bigger measurements with the tail. Oh yeah, the tails are long and add a lot of a few, probably like three feet. How long is a tiger tail? I was getting uh, about ten feet with the tail. Yeah, so we're talking about just the just the uh, the main animal, the mainland tiger. Snout to vent. Snout to vent. Stem to six point eight feet. How many tigers go into the loudest, the <laughs> longest recorded golf drive? How is this relevant to tigers? Tiger Woods. Oh my gosh! How but it's I not Tiger Woods, <laughs> boy. Gosh, I had a I had a psychology teacher at my uh, high school that he's such a golf fan. And we actually, and when Tiger Woods was exposed to, with his nefarious deeds, um, he, he, he was absolutely devastated. And we spent <laughs> several class periods talking about how terrible of a thing he's done and how all this, all this stuff and how what it does, he, doesn't he change cheated, his records and stuff. He cheated on his wife? Isn't that what he did? Yeah, and is this the first high-profile person that this guy has ever heard cheated on their wife? I I, I think it's because he, before then, like he was, he seemed to be this like squeaky clean. I guess I'm I, I'm going to be honest. I kind of tuned out every single thing that this teacher said. We trusted like, you. Could not care less about a golf we, champion. <laughs> like it we was trusted you, Tiger. You let us down. I was just more interested in the fact that this guy's name was Tiger Woods. Like, goodness <laughs> gracious, what a name. Um, Here's a hint. I feel like the you longest... need to be a Mandalorian if your name is Tiger Woods. There's Axe Wolves and Tiger Woods. <laughs> and Here's a hint. The longest ever drive was achieved by Carl Cooper in 1992 at the Texas Open. The drive was so long that it put him past the green and earned him a double bogey, which is not good. In my book... Though a drive that sails past the hole and into the record books isn't a bad result. I don't want um, bogeys for sure. 
Not double of them. No, especially if you're a fighter pilot. Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I really have. N- wish I was paying a little bit more attention to people who are telling me about golf. Um, two football fields feels like a really, really long distance to drive. One seems like pretty standard. So two seems like that would be record-breaking. So I'm going to go 200 yards. Uh, that's that, that seems not like not a lot. Because I've shot 200 yards and that was not like crazy. It was very far away, but it wasn't like, uh, I mean, bullets go really far, right? 200 yards. Um, and that's that's 600 feet. Divided by 6.8. 88.2 Tigers worth of green fairway. <laughs> Final answer? Yes. The correct answer is three. 147 tigers. Oh boy. I should have gone with my I should I should have successfully double second guessed myself. The correct answer, I mean the drive was 787 yards. Mm, I wouldn't even or 719 meters. If I had gone up I probably would have only gone up to 300 yards anyway, so seven almost eight football fields. That is a really, really long distance. And mm-hmm. considering how far 200 yards is from like a rifle shooting perspective, I can't imagine trying to hit something that's over 700 yards away without like a super scope or something. Crazy. Um, let's talk about weight. The Siberian tiger is the largest subspecies, but it's not a subspecies anymore. It's the largest regional iteration of the tiger. Um, At 108 to 306 kilograms, or 397 to 675 pounds. How many average house cats go into the weight of a tiger? Oh, this one's a little bit more doable. Here's a hint. Cat weight varies by breed. By, but, you uh, don't say. But veterinarians uh, have an agreement, a range um, of what a healthy cat would be. Uh, so we talked about Himmy. Uh, which is the heaviest cat ever in our Wells catfish episode. And it is like maybe a 0.5% heavier um, than a regular healthy cat. 0.5% heavier. The heaviest cat ever. Is 0.5% heavier than the average cat? 
Right. That so like a hundred percent. No, not 0.5%. Uh, it's heavier than... It's like... Uh, of course it's heavier than the average cat. <laughs> it's it the heaviest like, I cat. Think it, I think it was 5%. or five, Not 5. 5 pounds heavier. Okay, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, 0.5 times. Sorry, not percent. That's what I meant to say. Oh, it's doing time and a half. Let's say 8 pounds. Because cats are really light, on the, the most part, like hang out on your shoulders and stuff, and mm-hmm. they're not a burden, except for they are to me because I'd be breaking out into hives. Um, how many? What was the upper end? Six hundred and what? Six hundred and seventy-five. The answer is eighty-four point three. My last answer was eighty-eight. So we'll. Somehow we still landed in the in the mid eighties. The Thatcher years. <laughs> Eighty four. Final answer. Yes. The correct answer is sixty seven point five cats. Cats are fat. The- what are these? Garbage? The average house. Now you were at the lower end of the range. It's eight to twelve pounds, but the average house cat is ten pounds or four point five kilograms. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a nursing school victory. No way it is. <laughs> Dead gum. <clears throat> so close. Not really. I mean, yeah, but like actually, you were. You got. You were in the regular house cat range. It's just that didn't work out. Um, but that's all I got for that. Do you have any fast facts before we get into the major fact? I sure do. So tigers have used to live in many different areas. Uh, they're uh, due to deforestation and hunting and uh, superstitious people thinking that if you eat their hearts, you gain their power. Um, they have tigers populations and their habitats have dwindled significantly over the past hundred years. Uh, they now live mostly in the jungles of Southeast Asia. So that is India, Nepal, Bhutan, Vietnam, Indonesia, Malaysia, Cambodia, Laos, Burma, Myanmar, China. Uh, I've probably missed some Southeast Asian countries that I didn't, uh, know off the top of my head, but they also live in Russia and Siberia because, well, Siberia, which is in Russia. Um, because there's a Siberian tiger. They mostly eat uh, deer and boars, but they can take down larger game. Um, but uh, they'll pretty, they're pretty opt- opportunistic and will kill and eat pretty much anything they can get their, uh, their furry paws on. Uh, tigers are diurnal, and they have large territories uh, where they hunt and mate. Uh, these territories can be up to 1500 square miles uh, but they also um, do they all they have ranges where they'll travel uh, outside of their territories but they have a specific territory that they mark with uh, with various bodily fluids um, and they will also defend it um, young males will either uh, when they become of age 
They'll either find a swath of unoccupied land for their territory, or they'll travel through other males' territories until they can uh, they can challenge. They're they're big enough to challenge someone for their territory. Um, they will defend and fight for their these territories, but uh, most of the time it's comes down to intimidation. Um, and if a male surrenders and kind of rolls over, uh, he will usually be allowed to stay and stick around as long as he doesn't live too close, which is kind of easy when you have a 1500 square mile territory. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's, that's a, that's a huge territory for one tiger <laughs> to have. Uh, of course, humans are going to come up into their habitat. Of course, everything is going to come up into your habitat. You have one tiger for 1,500 square miles. You think humans take up a lot of room because they need an acre. Uh, Agent Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, say, I say it's the tigers that need to change. <laughs> um <laughs> One thing that tigers do is they're they're a little bit more gregarious than other um, lions. They will they have complex relationships with other uh, tigers, um, even though they're mostly solitary. Uh, they will sometimes share their kills with unrelated tigers, uh, and they've been ob- male tigers that kill something. And they will they've been observed even allowing. Uh, cubs to eat before them or while they're eating, which is something that lions never do. Cubs get the last of the stuff. The male lions eat, that didn't even do the hunting, get to eat everything as much as they get to fill their bellies first. Um, and we mentioned their roar as for vocalizations. Uh, they have that trademark roar that can be heard up to three miles, uh, but they also growl and snarl and hiss and they do something called chuffing. Which is like a mix of snorting and purring. Uh, and this is like a friendly, like playful sound that they make. And that's, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, because I actually did a bunch of extra stuff. And then I looked at what you wanted to talk about. And I was like, oh, it's hunting. So I will just, I'm going to go ahead and cross most of that out. But if you miss, if there's anything here that uh, you don't mention, I will. We'll revisit it. At the end. So, I'm going to call this one Spectre of the Sundarbans because it's fun to say Sundarbans. Uh, tigers are top predators in the animal kingdom. They are ambush predators, but they will also stalk and follow prey. And they will even chase down prey and have a better endurance than other cats like lions. So, when an ambush fails, they may still get a meal. Um, but I also, at one point, saw that like tigers have to get really close but uh either way they 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 have the endurance to be able to do a short chase uh when prey enters the water it's bad news for the escapee tigers are at home in the water they have webbed feet and they can quickly outpace many land-dwelling prey species um in a in a swim sprint like you said, they like to eat ungulates. Their favorite, their favorite meat is held up by hooves. Um, Same, but when, yeah, yeah kind of yeah. Uh, but like you said, they're opportunistic. They'll kill whatever they'll eat whatever they can kill, including dangerous game like sloth bears and crocodiles. Um, and they have hunting success rates between 
five and fifty percent. That's a huge range. That is, but a, that is not even statistically. That doesn't work. <laughs> it's not. It's but not, that means it's not informative. <laughs> but that makes that makes more sense when you put it into, like, that means it either takes a, a really skilled uh, hunter will score a meal one out of every two hunts, which is good because. Uh, but but a, but a really not skilled tiger hunter will score a meal one out of every 20 hunts so that that makes sense they probably saw were like the observing tigers and they're like that one gets like one out of every two that one takes like 20 times uh so it's five to 50 percent that's five to 50%. write that in the book jenkins we're going home <laughs> uh, but it's good that they have a decent uh, hunting success rate because they can eat as much as 90 pounds of meat in a sitting, which is uh, like a like a large dog. That's uh, that's definitely you get the steak for free if you do that at a <laughs> at the at the Texas Steakhouse. Um, tigers get their signature look from their hunting environment. They hunt in areas with tall grass and dense vegetation, which creates a lot of vertical lines, kind of like a tiger stripe. Um, a common tree in India is the neem tree, which often grows leaves that dangle pointing towards the ground, uh, which is perfect camouflage for a tiger. If you look up a picture and try to imagine what if there was a tiger in that bush or in that tree, would I be able to see it? The answer is no. Uh, well, my question is, why aren't they green? Feel like that would just be better <laughs> like same pattern but just green what about when in the fall and the winter but like the fall in equatorial india is not like oh ever something suddenly it's autumn it's just the kind of dry season well what if you are hunting at dawn and dusk which is probably true then whatever whatever orange light that's being cast from the sun that goes on the trees is the same light that's going to cast on you, turn you the same color. Well, maybe the, like the specific type of melanin that comes in orange is easier than the one that comes in green. In fact, that might not exist in mammals. Well, uh, I mean, I imagine it's like their prey probably doesn't see these colors very well. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it means that humans can see them really well. <laughs> I don't know. I think that, like, in certain lightings, they that they would uh, be hard to see. Um, well, it's just like uh, leopards and stuff that are yellow, but you, it'd still, still be hard to see. But they're they you know they they hunt in the Serengeti, which is like a lot of dried grass, and so leopards and lions and cheetahs blend in really well because their color matches their surroundings. True. Tiger's but color. But what about a jaguar? That is a, lives in, that is lives a good in question. The jungle. Yes. Jaguar. And they're so elusive that like you can live right next to one and not see it. Yeah. It's one of those things where, but like, yes, it's good camouflage, but I feel like it, it, there, it would it's just good, be better if it was green. It could be better. It's good. It could be better. Tigers kill using their claws and their three and a half inch canines um, it's a, a big tooth or a small, but they dog. usually, 
they usually kill things by asphyxiation, which is where that bite force comes into play. Clamping down, they clamp down on their prey's throat. And this allows, I mean, they're just going to bite clean through smaller prey, but larger prey, that bite force can help keep that airway closed. So this allows tigers to kill things that are much bigger than they are, including the water buffalo. Um, and they're one of the few predators that can kill a water buffalo, an adult water buffalo alone. Uh, water buffalo otherwise are pretty like off the menu for the dole, which is a competitor to the tiger in the tiger's territory. A little African dog. Um, or no, yeah, uh, not African uh, dog. The Indian dog. Indian dog. Um, which they will, which tigers will, uh, if they're one of those one in 20 tigers, they they will also get a meal by stealing it from a dole, which is sad for the dogs. Uh, but they can communicate with language. So I guess they have an advantage, uh, not actually with language, but with sounds that are similar to language. Go watch the, listen to the dole episode. Tigers are also among the few predators that intentionally and regularly hunt humans. Uh, Tigers have killed more more humans than any other big cat. And it's estimated that they kill an average of 1,800 people per year uh, between 1,800 and 2,009. That seems like that's as many tigers as there are. So every tiger goes on their rumspringa every year and kills one human. That's an average uh, for that length of time. So there might have been some really crazy years in that that are throwing off the average. Okay, no, there there are almost four thousand tigers in the world, but still, mm -hmm. there that's that's a huge that's a fourth of their uh, their population. But we talked about statistics earlier and. Bear in mind that last year, this year, there weren't that many people killed by tigers. But between this, that they, if you divide the number of times that people have been killed by tigers between 1800 and 2009 by the number of days in that period, it's 1800 people. Yes. Uh, for the most part, man-eating tigers are old and or sick or desperate uh, or uh, reacting to threats. Um, however, in areas of Asia, including Kumeon, Garhwal, and the sub- Sundarbans, uh, healthy tigers will uh, hunt down human prey intentionally and with gusto. Uh, the latter, uh, the sub- Sundarbans, uh, is a mangrove swamp that's known for tiger attacks. If you wander into the forest there, you will become one of the 50 people they kill there each year. Uh, hmm. So don't go wandering into the mangrove forests of the subdar- Sundarbans. I will cross that off my list. Uh, so that, so that like kind of makes me think that in areas where there's not a lot of um, retaliation against predators, because we always talk about how like predators rare, like 
the big predators that we all know about wolves and bears and tigers and lions rarely ever go after humans on purpose unless they're in a bad spot. Um, so maybe in, in areas where there's a lot of humans and they don't go after them and kill them after they, one becomes an, a man eater or they don't have the opportunity to do that. Maybe that predators would be more likely to kill humans. Uh, you always hear like they don't have a taste for it. What do you mean they they have a taste for everything else? It's meat and blood. Of course they have yeah. a taste for it. They just don't want to like get like fight hard for it or risk, you know. Well, like a great white a doesn't settlement. have a taste for it. it. Doesn't have a taste for humans. Yeah. I guess a fish eating shark literally might not have a taste for humans. Or a seal. Well, I mean I can't imagine I how like much different we eating. taste than seals. We're not very yeah. fatty compared to seals for the most part. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I, I just don't uh, think that like a great white shark is caring all that much about what their food tastes like. I mean, I'll eat a license plate, but I'll only eat a human. <laughs> You're thinking of a tiger shark. And tiger sharks will eat humans. <laughs> and, and they're aptly named. <laughs> Fair enough. But that's all I got. Do you, did you have anything else? I saw that they fight with their paws and they can break the skull of a cow or a sloth bear's back with one single strike. Wow. And in there was one situation where a tiger was observed uh, killing a gaur, which is a large like buffalo ox kind of animal in, in India. Um, and it dragged... Took, killed it and dragged it into a bush. And later on, uh, 13 grown men could not manage to move the carcass themselves. Wow. That's how strong this tiger was. <laughs> Moved it on its own. Um, and their, uh, their uh, main method of attack is to leap at a at it, their prey and knock it off balance just using all 600 pounds of them to s slam into something and also bite onto its throat at the same time knock it over and then asphyxiate it mm -hmm. uh, and then just hang on until it's dead which is like it seems risky asphyxiation seems like a really risky uh, extra crispy recipe um, because like when you're taking down a, like a, an ox, it might just lay on you or kick you or, or, or gore you the whole time you're trying, you're just hanging onto its throat. So, um, but yeah, the, the Jaguars method seems to be the safest back well, of the head, crush the skull. Yeah. But they, but the Jaguar doesn't have, um, prey of this size uh and the the cheetah's method seems good where it's like just open the jugular and then l follow them that's the the the, the cheetah rare uh oftentimes will just bite will run up catch the prey bite and then follow as the as the prey bleeds out because they don't have very I strong uh bite strength I have to believe the tiger on the throat 
is doing a lot of bleed damage as well. Right, but there's there's like a there's a I'm just imagining like this thrashing extremely dangerous for the tiger period because of how big its prey is. Um and just hanging onto the throat seems like a recipe to get crushed, but clearly it's this is how it hunts, this is how it's, it's successful. So um by knocking its prey over in the first place, maybe that helps it uh, that prevents the prey from getting back up and then being able to to roll over or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is um, they also can <clears throat> have been seen uh, going after young Indian elephants and Indian rhinoceroses. So they even Oof. make elephants their prey on their own. Um, and there is a famous tiger known as the Champawat tiger, mm-hmm. uh, which was a tigress that was in Nepal. Uh, did you wait? You mentioned this? No, but I read about this. Um, yeah, she was uh, re- purportedly she purportedly killed four hundred and thirty people. Yeah, those things are always like mm, maybe. She and did you see why? No. Why? Why she took to killing people is because she had um, she had debilitating tooth problems, so she couldn't do she couldn't take down regular prey. Um, and so that is the so you you have you ever, you you've heard like the once the man eaters get a taste for human flesh they won't stop. And I wonder if that's not like, ah, oh, it's delicious. It's more like, oh, this is easy. <laughs> uh, once you fit, once they figure out it's easy to kill a human, uh, if you time it right, then they won't stop. Because a lot of this, a lot of times, it's these cats that are or animals that are sick or can't go after. They're desperate, so they're like. I wouldn't normally go after a human. They're always surrounded by other humans. You know, they, they kill people, they kill, they kill tigers and stuff like that. So I'm not going to go after that. But then you're like, you know, I, they're here. I'm, I can't take down my water buffaloes anymore. So I'm going to have to try. And then, Oh, this is easy. It's easy. And it does a lot of damage. And peace rock is exposed, which means, or is covered up by the, by the, the rainwaters, which means that, you know, all the animals can kill each other again in the jungle book and Shere Khan mm-hmm. is on the loose. Um, yeah. But like if you if I you're in that position in where it's like I uh, like I need to kill easy prey. I mean, you've got monkeys and birds and rabbits and porcupines and fish and dogs and uh, like there's lots of animals in Southeast Asia that a tiger could kill even if they can't. If take you're down a sick an tiger or an old tiger, you might not be able to catch a monkey or a rabbit. Or even a dog, but you can kill yes. like a but this domestic. Ti- this tiger ox. just had a had a had uh, tooth problems, so just don't eat things that are that uh, tough, Big. like a monkey. I don't know what the tooth problems were, like a broken tooth or like painful, diseased teeth. Because you can have like yeah, and a tooth infection can affect your brain. I found out. I re- I read once. Gross. Which is pretty scary. Brush your teeth. Well, <laughs> well, this is um, 
This is apparently the most attacks that any one single wild animal, the, the most deaths that any one single wild animal has been responsible for. Um, so I'm surprised yeah, the, the, the sequel the ghost in the dark. Yeah. I'm surprised that like, uh, Michael Douglas and, um, Val Kilmer, have Val Kilmer, haven't reprised their role in the sequel. <laughs> the, uh, the frosted and the flakes. That's pretty good. <laughs> I maybe the story is just not as interesting. Of like, how could that not be an interesting story? Four hundred and thirty people. They just made a movie with Idris Elba about like lion attacks. He just likes big cats. They should. They should have a. Uh... Speaking of Idris, speaking of Shere Khan. Oh, that's true. He plays. Idris Elba plays him. I like that movie. This is one of the only um, Disney remakes that I think is worth watching. <clears throat> and I think there is a movie called Maneater that's about this a killer tiger. I wonder if it's about that. No, it's about a sh- it's about a shark. Yeah, no, wait. There's two. There's another one about a, a tiger. Yeah. Oh, but it's like a zoo tiger that, get, that escapes for some reason like I never really saw tigers as like these super dangerous animals in comparison to like a lion or a, or a leopard or a, or even a even a, a panther or something like that for some reason because tig- they're handsome cats yeah t- tigers just look so good they're just they're, they're just sharp dressers <laughs> anyway, all right. That's if that's all you got. Then that was the tiger. The famous one. Be out there in Podcastia. Mm-hmm. Work on your chuffing. Mark your territory, and always go for the throat, like Thor. I mean, tigers here in life, death, and taxonomy. I mean, the head it should go for the head. <laughs>